Last time on the Skip and Josh podcast. How hard was it for you to make this cereal list? I finished this list seconds after you told me what the topic was. What I really like about this list is that I, it required no research whatsoever, so I really enjoyed doing it. I texted you yesterday saying, oh my God, I haven't even started my cereal list. In the two minutes that it took for you to reply to that text, I had already completed my list. You started and finished it. You're listening to the Skip and Josh podcast with Skip Sherman and Josh Obadia. Okay, Skip, so today we're going to talk about our favorite ice cream flavors, and I know that you weren't happy with this category, but before we get to that, uh, I want to ask you a question. It's more of a comment than a question, but when you're watching television, I don't know about you, but when I'm watching television and a commercial comes on and they're using a song that I actually like, you know, a song that it might be a year old, it might be 10 years old, but it's a song that I actually like in that commercial... I don't know about you, but it bothers me. Does it bother you? But why? No. You should be happy for the artists. They're they're getting money by selling their song to an ad, to an advertising campaign. Except that then you keep seeing that commercial over and over and over again, and then the song gets annoying. So a song that I used to like, I don't like it anymore. Do you have an example? I have a very good example, actually. Which... It happened this week, and I was extremely disappointed, actually. Now, there's a commercial that I saw this week. That's the reason why I ask you, because there's a commercial that I saw this week, and I was like, I was shocked at the song that was in it. I'm sure it's the same one. You're talking about the Scotiabank commercial, right? Oh, my God. They used used a head by a century. How could the Tragically Hip allow that? I don't understand. But it's it's not even sung by them. It's like a a remake. it's, It's someone else singing. It's a female voice. But I, I heard the melody and I heard like the, the, the song and I was like, it took me like more than a couple seconds to place it because it was out of place, right? Right. I mean, it's not the right voice, obviously. Well, it's not the right voice, but also it's like it was, I couldn't connect the dots that that song could be in a commercial. Right. That's what, because the Tragically Hip have never done anything like that. And so and I, then, was, I, was, I was extremely disappointed when I heard that, when I saw that commercial. <laughs> But, I mean, think about it. I don't know. They're, they must have gotten paid quite a bit for that. So, it's up to them. It is up to them. It's not for you to be annoyed. It's for them. It's their decision. But th- what annoys you is that it, now you're going to see that commercial 600 times. And, yeah, that's not good. And also, if they're going to do that, at least use the actual song with the actual singer with the right voice. Yeah. I think it's true. even worse that someone else is singing a song that isn't theirs. <laughs> I'd like to find out who sings that song. I'm going to look that up. Anyway, and speaking of commercials with songs in them. Oh. This is not. Maybe that's a category. Maybe that's a top, a favorite category for another week. Maybe it is. But so have you seen this, uh, this Canadian tire commercial for the holidays? What is it? I don't even know what happens in the commercial, but they use a song. They use a song. um, It's a really old song by the Trogs. Have you even heard of the Trogs? The song's called Love is All Around. Oh yeah. It's not a good commercial this. No, 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 no. It's not it's not a good commercial. That's not what I'm that's not why I'm bringing this up. Because yeah. that song, even though it's a really old song, it was used in the movie Love Actually in the opening scene, except they yeah. changed the words instead of Love is All Around, they say Christmas is All Around. Well, that's the song that the old dude redoes. Billy Mac. Hi kids. Here's an important message from your Uncle Bill. Don't buy drugs. 
become a pop star and they give you them for free. Uh, Billy Mac. And, and yeah. he does like, he has to do so many takes because he keeps getting it wrong. Are you a fan of the movie Love Actually? I, lo- I love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies. I, 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 I'm surprised. Look, it's, it's not a polarizing question because it is a beloved movie by most people. Um, it's just that it's interesting because there was something that I saw this week where they were debating, is it a Christmas movie or is it a just a regular romantic comedy that happens to be based at Christmas? Because you do see it on TV here mostly at Christmas. Right, right, right. right. And it takes place during the Christmas season. I, I don't know the answer to that question. Like everyone has, everyone asks, "Is Die Hard a Christmas movie?" You know, it is. Yeah. Um, but so now <laughs> every opinion. time I see that Canadian Tire commercial, all I can think about is that opening scene of Love Actually, where Billy Mac keeps getting it wrong, yeah. and and it, and it cracks me up. That's funny, Josh. You know, last week you said, you said I really like. Well, look, we're already into like year four of the podcast, so more than we that shouldn't be. We shouldn't be saying, yeah, or whatever, well, any, however many episodes, we're in 200, what episode is this? 206. So it shouldn't be surprising that, like, we're learning about each other after 206 episodes. But, like, you said last week, he's like, oh, I'm learning a lot. You said to me, I'm learning a lot about you. And I'm like, well, yeah, but now I just learned that you like Love Actually, and I'm actually pretty surprised. I thought I told you I liked that movie a long time ago. Ah, interesting. What's your favorite storyline of, of, of all of them? I, is it like the writer with the Portuguese girl, the kid and the the girl at the airport, um, the guy cheating on his wife? Like, you know, there's all... Well, the there's also, things. don't forget, there's the Alicia Cuthbert story. Well, that's the dumb part when he yeah. goes to Wisconsin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, okay, we can... Maybe we'll do a Love Actually episode and we'll just break <laughs> it down. <laughs> do, you have, do you have listener mail? Uh, I don't have listener mail, but I have something else instead. I have, I guess, what I'm calling like... Well, I know you love corrections, so it's not exactly corrections. It's like corrections or omissions or research <laughs> from past episodes. So um, last week you talked about uh, Gary Kasparov. Yes. Playing chess against the computer. Correct. So I I researched this because it was bothering me. I wanted to really find out exactly what it was all about. So you're, it happened in 1996. Okay. And he played chess against IBM's computer, which was called Deep Blue. Okay. That was the name of the computer. And Gary Kasparov won four games to two. But then there was a rematch a year later in 1997. And this time the computer won. The computer should never lose. And then and then the, here's the quote from the article that I got. A disgruntled Kasparov suggested Deep Blue had been aided by some sort of human assistance during the games. Charges that IBM denied. Kasparov demanded a further rematch, but instead IBM retired Deep Blue. Well, of course the computer was aided by humans because humans created the software. I know, I know. (laughs) Anyways, I just wanted to get... I I only really... My intention was just to find out what year it was because we couldn't remember. I mean, at this point, like five years ago could be 30 years ago, like in my mind. I don't know. No, but you said it was 95, so that's what? 25 years ago. So I was almost right. Yeah. But in my mind, that could have been 10 years ago, this Gary Kasparov thing. Like I, no, I, I knew it was more than 10. Time. I knew it was 20-something. Yeah. Now, the other thing is, last week I mentioned to you that I forgot about the song California by Phantom Planet in our Songs About Places episode. Right. I would have had that in my top seven or eight if, if I had remembered it. Now, I was listening to my music on my phone yesterday, and a song came on, 
and I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> I was like, how could I not have had this? I heard a song that I was like, how could this not have been on my list? It could even be in the top three of songs, but with people's names. I don't know how I left this off my list. It wasn't even in my honorable mention, and it could be number one or two, and that's Layla. <laughs> like, I, 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 I heard the song yesterday, and I was like, holy crap, how could I have forgotten this song? Are you you're talking make... about the one by Eric Clapton, right? Yes, Layla by Eric Clapton. Not, well, not, uh, by... not, not Lola by the Kinks. No, well, Lola by the Kinks could have been in the honorable mentions too, but Layla by Eric Clapton. Well, technically, Derek and the Dominoes, but yes, Eric Clapton. Anyways, all that to say, I have to apologize to Eric Clapton because I think Layla deserved to be in the list. So, And by the way, wasn't there like, um, didn't he redo that song like 10 years later, like an the acoustic version? Is, when we talked about best albums of the 90s, I had Eric Clapton unplugged in my honorable mentions. <laughs> So it's not like they forgot about it. Like, it just, I don't know how I missed it. I just don't know how I missed it. Anyways, on to the ice cream. Okay, on to the ice cream. So tell me, what was your, what was your, uh, your inspiration for choosing ice cream flavors as, as, as a topic? And also, I need to go over the ground rules here because I'm not clear. Well, it's like I said to you last time, I wanted a category that I wouldn't have to do any homework. So, so, I mean, all the other, all the other topics on my list would require me doing a lot of research and I didn't want to do any research this week. So this one was easy because right. I really, there's seven things on my list. I think it took me a minute to do them all. All right. So like the, the overall theme of our show is mostly laziness. Well, yes, because we're not getting paid to do this and we have actual <laughs> jobs. But sometimes I do enjoy doing the research. Sometimes, yes, but I didn't want to do any this week. Uh-huh. Okay. In, in fact, I'm going to have to do this coming week now. I know you're going to give me homework and I'm going to have to do research because our next episode is going to be our year end best of episode. You're uh, you're right. I was going to when you were uh, you beat me to it, but yes. The next episode is going to be our year end best of when we pick best team, best play, um best athlete, best player basically and then also movies tv music, that's a lot that of work and and yeah. we're not gonna it's gonna be the first time we're doing that episode but not together yeah you're right we've always been together at christmas doing it like in face to face right we won't be but that's okay the sound will probably be better anyway <laughs> maybe so my the, the category is like ice cream flavors and i did stick to flavors i try to tie those flavors to specific ice cream stores or chains or restaurants however you want to call them um not always because sometimes flavors are just flavors right um i hope that's what you intended no yeah okay do you have i have seven in my list i can give you three honorable mentions if you'd like i don't have any honorable mentions so you can go ahead with those so gelato overall a non no no flavor just the general form of gelato um i didn't put any in my list because actually it's better than ice cream and and i couldn't specifically remember any flavor but of the all the times i've been to italy <laughs> i mean if you like if you when you have gelato you don't want to have ice cream anymore cuz it's so much better so that's sort of in the honorable mentions not really an honorable mention but just to say like i didn't include gelato i did um they there's this restaurant uh there's this ice cream place here in montreal i don't know if you've ever heard of it it's in the neighborhood called mile end yes you know where that is i've been to this this uh ice cream place many times how do you know what it is bill bouquet no not bill bouquet 
Well, what's it called? It's a Korean. It's a Korean ice cream place called Kem Koba. Oh well, I guess it's right next to Bill Bouquet. So they have a they have a flavor that I've I've only tried once. So I didn't feel like I should put it in my list because I only I didn't order it, but a friend ordered it and I tasted it. And it's their most famous flavor. It's their number one flavor, and the flavor is called salted butter. Hmm. <laughs> so that's the flavor of the ice cream, salted butter. Sounds delicious. So I do recommend it, but I felt weird about putting it in the list because I really only had a little little dab of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And my wife and daughter both insisted that I put pistachio in the list, but I don't like pistachio ice cream, so I didn't put it in the list. But the they both said it would be maybe number one. So okay, great. So that's my that's my honorables. So you ready to go with number seven? Number seven. Now some of these some of these flavors I have a specific location where I yeah. get this, but for number seven I don't really care. You can probably get this at Baskin Robbins is my guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called cookie dough. Oh yeah. And I like cookie dough because I actually like actual cookie dough. I, I actually bake those cookies every night here at my house. Speaking of cookie dough. Yeah. I know you like those Pillsbury Doughboy cookies and all that stuff. I love them. If you buy new ones now. You can eat it. Yeah. On the packaging, it says safe to consume uncooked. Right. It never used to say that before. They only started doing that two months ago. Yeah. They know people used to eat it anyway. So now they put the saying, yeah, you could do it. I never used to eat it raw, actually. No? No. But they tell you the reasons why you can eat it raw because the, like, the dough is like half cooked, flour or whatever. I, I don't know whatever they say, but they, they show you the reasons. I saw it on Instagram. So that's my number seven flavor, cookie dough. All right. My number seven is um, the number one flavor of our one of our favorite podcast hosts, Tony Kornheiser. <laughs> and that is <laughs> mint chocolate chip. So I don't know why how anyone could like mint with anything to do with ice cream because it, to me it makes no sense whatsoever. But do you like any mint flavor chocolates like mint arrow no. or or like after eight? No. Or any no. Because to me, mint is something that you use to freshen your breath. And yeah, it's toothpaste. Right. So I don't I don't want to mix toothpaste with chocolate or vanilla or anything sweet. If they had a mint chocolate toothpaste, I would buy that. It wouldn't really do a good job on cleaning your teeth, though. Well, I mean, it's just the flavor. It would clean your teeth fine, no? <laughs> but I don't know how your mouth would feel afterwards. You wouldn't feel no. like you had a clean mouth. All right. Anyway, so number seven is mint chocolate chip. Number six. Number six for me. This, I had to go way into the uh, time machine to get this one. Mm-hmm. Not. Yeah. The vanilla. Oh, well, can I just interrupt you? My number six for me is also vanilla. Because vanilla is, I know everyone's (laughs) like, oh, it's vanilla, it's boring, it's plain. Vanilla is classic. It's fantastic. Yeah, well, I mean, when you, and I researched this and you get the list of like, what are the most popular ice cream flavors in the United States and Canada, let's say? Vanilla is still number one. There's no reason not to be. Do you prefer, do you prefer like the soft serve kind of vanilla or the hard, hard ice cream? I prefer the hard ice cream. All right, so that being said, six is vanilla for me okay. also. Um, I mean, like you said, classic, classic flavor. There's nothing wrong with going back to the classic flavors. And when I was a kid, I used to think vanilla was the equivalent of plain. Like my mom used to order vanilla ice cream, and I would be like, what in the hell? We have 31 flavors here <laughs> at Baskin Robbins when I used to go as a kid, you know? And like my mom would get vanilla. And I would it would be like, to me, vanilla equaled... Vanilla equaled plain, but that, but as I, 
grew up, I realized that wasn't the case. Vanilla equals vanilla. It's an actual flavor. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Number five. So I guess I'm on, I'm on number five. And number five for me, and again, this could be from any ice cream establishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, maple. Oh, that's a good one. I should have, I forgot about maple. Well, I mean, I love maple syrup, first of all. Yeah. I love maple fudge. So there's no reason not to love maple ice cream. It's very specific, you know. Ice cream is very regional, right? Like if you look up like ice cream, like in the research I did for this, there's all these little regional chains of ice cream places, you know, like states in the Midwest have their own. California has different chains. And then here in Canada, we have our own stuff. Quebec has different stuff than Ontario and whatever. But maple is a very Northeast thing, right? Like people in California and in Florida and in Texas, they don't probably know, know anything about maple ice cream. Well, then they don't know what they're missing. Yeah, well, they did, maple's not like as big a deal, right? So number five for me, I mentioned Baskin Robbins. So uh, that's Rocky Road. Did you like that flavor? I did not. You did not. So, I mean, there's many varieties of Rocky Road. It's so popular. It was so popular from Baskin Robbins that it be, they basically sell it under all kinds of different names and varieties. But it's basically like a chocolate ice cream with chocolate pieces and also nuts and marshmallows. Um, which as a kid, I thought Rocky Road was like the be all end all. It's like, oh my God, Rocky Road. It's like, how could you not get that? You know? See, I don't like marshmallows at all. Well, now as I grew up, I, I mean, when you realize that they're basically just like a chemical concoction, it's kind of <laughs> gross. <laughs> no? <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't, even if you told me it was healthy, I wouldn't like marshmallows. I just don't like the taste <laughs> and I don't like the texture. Number four. So number four, now we get more specific here. So number four for me is actually pistachio. I really do like pistachio ice cream. Oh, so I so commend, I commend, I commend your wife and your daughter. But uh, not all pistachio ice creams are created equally because in some places that you go, they don't actually put pistachio nuts in the ice cream. They put almonds, which I never understood. So I don't like those. But there's a place called Ripples in Montreal, right across the street from Schwartz's Deli, where they actually put pistachios in the pistachio ice cream. And so that's the one I'm picking. Very nice. Good pick. I'll tell uh, my wife that you had it in her your list. Top four in my list. Yeah, four for me is coffee ice cream. I know you probably don't like that. You're not a coffee drinker. But when you like coffee, like I do, um, coffee ice cream is delicious. Because it's sort of like this sweet and also bitter at the same time, which is like what makes coffee great too. So that's my number four. Nice. Number three. Uh, So number three for me. So the flavor is strawberry. And there's two types of strawberry ice cream that I like. Um, There's the Haagen-Dazs that you can get at the grocery store. It's really good, actually. I know it's not European. I know it's from New Jersey. And and the other strawberry is actually strawberry gelato from a place here in Toronto called Hollywood Gelato. Now, when you go for gelato, as you know, gelato is better than just regular ice cream. But a lot of the places, at least here in Toronto, you know, you get this really tiny cup of gelato and it costs you five bucks. Yeah. But the thing is that Hollywood Gelato... It still costs five bucks, but the size of the cup is pretty much double of any other gelato place in the city. So mm-hmm. for my money, Hollywood Gelato is the best gelato place in Toronto. And, and they have very, and strawberry. Now, I mean, 
that's not my favorite flavor at their location, but when I go, you can always, you get a cup and you get to pick two different flavors. That's always one of the two that I pick. See, if I made a list of 100 flavors, strawberry would be last. Would it even be number 100 or be 101? I don't know. Only because, like, I don't like strawberry anything. I always find that whenever there's strawberry, it always tastes, in anything, it always tastes so fake. Mm. And well, I don't like that. Okay. Yeah. So, number three for me, uh, I'm getting it. My, my All my top three are specific um, places now. Mm-hmm. Number three for me is Ben & Jerry's Cherry Garcia. I remember, like, you know, Ben & Jerry's, it's from Vermont, which is right around the corner from here. Mm-hmm. You know? I can drive I can drive an hour and a half, and I'm at Ben & Jerry's factory. <laughs> Not today you can't. Not today I can't, but... Um, actually, I think the border is open to go to the United States, but I just ha- I'm not allowed to come back, <laughs> or I have to quarantine if I come back. Right, not worth it. Um, so yeah, so Ben and Jerry's. I remember when they opened here in Montreal. It took a while for them to open the store. Do you remember where it was on on Monkland on Maisonneuve? No, on Maisonneuve, sort of near Concordia Hall building. There was a location. Oh, I didn't know that. I used to go to the one on Monkland. Okay, yeah. So I remember when Ben and Jerry's opened, I was like, oh my God, Cherry Garcia. I was just like in love. And as my wife will tell you, I love the cherry flavors of most everything. As much as I told you I hate strawberry, I love cherry. <laughs> so That's funny because I hate cherry actually. And and actually you probably hate it for the same reason I said about strawberry, that it tastes always so fake. But what, what makes the Cherry Garcia great is that there's the pieces of chocolate and there's the pieces of cherry, which are amazing. So... It's just a great flavor. I like buying it now. They have You can buy it in the grocery store. You know, Ben & Jerry's is so, you know, available. Number two. So I'm glad you mentioned Ben & Jerry's because the next flavor I'm about to tell you, you can only get it at Ben & Jerry's. You can't, I mean, in Canada, this flavor is only available at Ben & Jerry's. It's not available at any other ice cream place in Canada. Mm-hmm. And that is Heath Bar Crunch. And the reason for oh, that yeah. is you can't get the Heath Bar in Canada. Yeah, for American listeners to tell them that we don't have Heath Bar in Canada. Right. We have something else called Score. Right. So, um, <laughs> Score spelled S K O R. Right. So, the only way to get Heath Bar in this country is by getting ice cream at Ben and Jerry's. That's a good shout, Josh. That's really good because I would never have thought of that, but it's so true, right? We cannot get Heath Bar, but you can get Heath Bar Crunch flavor. Now, there are some frozen yogurt places that might have those little. Bits of Heath Bar, maybe. I'm not well, sure. Well, but it's Score. It's Score, I'm sure. Is it? Okay, I don't know. Or Crispy Crunch or one of these, the basically the same thing, you know? Like the, sometimes they don't even tell you what it's called. It's right. just, yeah. Right. To- chocolate-coated toffee or whatever. Yeah. Uh, hard, yeah. Interesting. So number two is a weird one for me because it's more of the place and not so much the flavor. So I'm going to call it chocolate. <laughs> But it's uh, it's chocolate soft serve ice cream, the soft ice cream. Oh, I think I know what you're gonna say. I don't think so. It's it's a place called Martha's, which is in Lake George, New York. Okay. Now, I, I as you know, Josh, like me, the family here, we've been to Lake George dozens of times. You know, we we at one point we were going every year. So just for so those people know, Lake George is about a three hour drive from Montreal. It's considered upstate New York. It's near Saratoga Springs. It's a very uh, touristy spot you know there's a uh, six flags there and it's it's very very ultra touristy but they have this place called martha's which has been there forever there's lineups all the time <laughs> i'm gonna post a picture on our website josh of the well so first of all the, what's number two on my list is 
Martha's chocolate soft serve ice cream. And I also wrote you could have the swirl vanilla chocolate combined equally good. What makes Martha so good is that a small, a small, first of all, Diane and Selena get kids size at Martha's because a small is too big. <laughs> a small is like you can't even finish a small. And one time, Matthew said, you know what? I'm going to order a large. I want to see how big a large is. <laughs> that sounds like something Matthew would do. So I'm going to post a picture of what I'll send it to you separately, Josh. What, how big a large is. It's absurd. It, it's like it doesn't even look. It looks like a joke, honestly. Like, it's ridiculous. And the thing that makes this soft serve ice cream so good, and the reason why you can't even finish a small, is that it's very, very dense. The ice cream is super heavy, especially for a soft serve ice cream. So that's my number two, Martha's. Did Matthew finish the large? Yeah, Matthew never leaves behind ice cream. He's like you with French fries. <laughs> Love that. Um, when you said, before you said where it was, when you said chocolate and soft serve, I thought you were going to say a Wendy's Frosty. Okay. Wendy's Frosty actually could have made this list, (laughs) but I mean, I don't know if you consider it an ice cream or a milkshake. I guess that's the beauty of the Frosty and that it's sort of in between. Well, you have to eat it with a spoon. They give you a spoon. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, now Wendy's has a vanilla Frosty. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Number one. So, okay. I'm up to number one on my list. And I mentioned Hollywood gelato earlier, and I said I always get the same two flavors. So one of them was strawberry. The other one is score. Hollywood gelato has a score flavor, and I get it every single time, and it's phenomenal. So you're really like one of these score Heath Bar people. I really am. I'm one of those. Well, that's good. It's a good flavor. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. I mean, actually... The um, one of the most preferred flavors and one that I've got often and my wife too, when we go to Dairy Queen and you get the blizzard. Oh, I always get the score blizzard. Always. Yeah. The score is really good in that blizzard. Absolutely. Except there's not enough score in the blizzard. That's well, the there's only not problem. Enough of piece, there's not enough pieces in any of the blizzards, to right. be honest. I prefer more stuff and less ice cream, but then Agreed. Dairy Queen, maybe that doesn't go compute with their profit margin. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> So number one for me is an ice cream that I only tried for the first time this year. The reason why I didn't like this list, you mentioned I don't like this list, is I'm not a big ice cream person, right? Mm -hmm. All the three members of my household, three other members of my household, go gaga for ice cream. And me, ice cream, I can take it or leave it any day of the week. It's like, okay, you want to go for ice cream? Eh, Whatever. Like, I'm not one of these people that ice cream is like this great, great thing that people go crazy for. I like it fine, but I'm not like a super fan. So we went to this uh, ice cream shop in Point Claire, not far from our, our house here, uh, called Wild Willies. It's Apparently, it's been around for many, many, many years. And we've never really, we have only really discovered it the last few years. And they had a flavor, they have a flavor called Mexican chocolate. <laughs> now you're laughing at me. And I ordered the Mexican chocolate and the Mexican chocolate, what makes it, different is that it's chocolate and it's mixed with a bit of cinnamon and spices like a chili type of hot spices so my wife will tell you you can ask her josh i had this wild willies mexican chocolate and i was like what is this this is the greatest thing i've ever had I, i was i was freaking out about how good this mexican chocolate was so much so i hyped it up so much that friend of the show derek Went to Wild Willies like 
not long after, and he's like, he didn't like it. <laughs> I think I overhyped it. You probably did. You ruined it for him. Yeah. Anyways, Wild Willie's Mexican Chocolate, number one. For all you people in Montreal and all you West Islanders, well, I mean, you're going to have to wait till the snow melts because we're only in December and it's minus 15 Celsius yesterday. So it'll be a while till you have ice cream. So you didn't in any of your, um, on your entire list, you didn't mention, uh, is it called Twisty Cream? Yeah, but Twisty Cream is like a Dairy Queen. It's like you basically get chocolate or vanilla soft serve. It's I see. Not, I've never actually you know, been there. I've driven by it, but I've never eaten there. It's near Butsy's. Yes. Mom's house. Yeah. yeah. That's the list. The Skip and Josh podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. If you listen to the show through Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. To interact with the show, send an email to skipandjoshshow at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at skipandjosh and go to facebook.com slash skipandjosh to like the show page. To see links mentioned on today's episode, go to skipandjosh.com. And now for some final thoughts from the guys. You mentioned me to me off air that you didn't think you had anything to end the show with. So I do have something that I found today. I changed my mind. Okay. I do have something that I found today that really pissed me off that I really want to tell you about. Let's go ahead. Randy Moss. How do you pay, man? Huh? If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Straight cash, homie. <laughs> oh, yeah. What about Randy Moss? I like him fine, actually. He gets a bad rap because everyone thinks he's this big bad boy, but I like him fine, Randy Moss. You know what I like about but, Randy Moss? He tells it like what? it is. Well, yesterday he didn't <laughs> because he came out and tweeted or he said in an interview and then he doubled it on. He said in an interview that he is the greatest receiver in NFL history. Terrell Owens is number two and Jerry Rice is maybe three or four. So Jerry Rice is probably number one. Well, probably. I'm going to tell you the stats because it, I, I was so aggravated by this that i look i wanted to show you the numbers okay but before you tell me the numbers this is what i like about randy moss he thinks he's the best and like yeah you should think you're the best there's nothing wrong with thinking that and when he played he was the best you know but the thing is randy moss had 982 receptions career Mm -hmm. jerry rice 1549 big difference yards 1500 929 for Moss, 22,895 for Rice. Touchdowns, 156 touchdowns for Randy Moss, 197 touchdowns for Jerry Rice. Now, you're going to tell me, oh, well, that's career because Jerry Rice played for so long, right? No. So what was Randy Moss's best year? 111 catches and 1,600 yards. That was his best year. Jerry Rice's best year, 122 catches, 1,800 yards. Jerry Rice had in the strike in the season when they used like the scabs in 1987, one of those years with replacement players, Mm -hmm. Jerry Rice only played 12 games. (laughs) He had 22 touchdowns in 12 games. Well, part of that was because he was playing against scabs. Whatever, maybe. But I'm just telling you, like when you look at the numbers, you can't say. And then all I can tell you this, and I saw this on Twitter. When Jerry Rice was 40 years old and playing on the Raiders, he caught 92 balls for 1,200 yards. When he was 40 years old, Randy Moss, when he was 40 years old, was retired. <laughs> you you left out the most important part, which is that Jerry Rice could still play today. Yeah, and then and then if you yes, he's and then like if you also I saw him. At, like, I saw him recently on television. 
Oh, he is God. in He's unbelievably crazy. good shape, that guy. Well, I mean, his the whole thing about Jerry Rice, and if you know his career, he was drafted from, like, he went to some little school. He was unheralded, right? And he became the greatest receiver in history because he worked 20 times harder than anybody else. Like, you see these interviews from the 49ers back in the day, and people would be like, Jerry Rice is out running, you know, running every morning, like, up mountains, you know, and other people are just sitting on their couch, you he, know? He does, he looks like he could still play. He looks like he'd be, you know, um, yeah. a solid receiver in the NFL today. He he looks, <laughs> he looks unbelievable, that guy. <laughs> Anyways, you know I'm a huge Jerry Rice fan, so I'm biased, but, like, that really pissed me off by Randy Moss today, so. You know I'm watching um, How I Met Your Mother from the beginning. Oh, yeah. That's a huge commitment. It is, but it's going great because I always have something to watch. It's it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Now, I liked the show when I watched it when it was on live. And I like the show now, especially because I'm seeing all these episodes that I've never seen before. Right. But one of the most underrated things about the show that I didn't realize is that Sometimes, especially when they're at the bar and you'll hear like a song in the background, it's always a really good song. (laughs) And so the last episode that I watched, and I guess this episode must be like 10 years old or something, who knows? You could hear in the background the song Underdog by Spoon. And I'm like, oh, Oh. I love this song. (laughs) It's cute. So how far along are you in the show? I'm only on season three. Oh my God, you have years to go. I know, but what do I have to do? I'm going to be stuck indoors for the next three, four months. So speaking of like sitcoms or comedy shows, we don't watch that many. Usually we're like more into like the detective crime, more serious or sci-fi. Like that's where we lean in our house. But we watched a show on Crave um, and on in the US it's on HBO. It's called Love Life. You know, have you seen this show? I have not heard of the show, no. It's with Anna Kendrick. Um, it's very cute. I, I really, we really, really liked it. And she's the one in those Holiday Inn commercials, right? Um, well, now now she's doing commercials for Lay's Chips. I don't know. Right, right. Them. Yes, yes. I've seen that. Yeah. Um, and there's another show that we started watching yesterday that we'll probably finish today. It's very fast. They're 20 minute episodes and there's like 10 of them. It's called Dash and Lily. It's a similar thing. It's a romantic comedy Christmassy show. Actually, if you like Love Actually, you might like this. <laughs> okay, I haven't, um, I haven't heard of that show. I only heard of it yesterday. So, like you mentioned earlier, next episode, and we may get off our schedule because of the Christmas and the New Year. So, uh, we can't guarantee. I don't think I'm going to guarantee a Tuesday release, Josh, next week. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Um, we're going to do our year end award, which is you know where we give out our awards for best player, best team, best play. Um, and then movie and television, best show, best movie, best song that we, we listened to or watched this year. Although movie, I think we may just ditch the movie category. Well, I've seen a lot of old movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, those could qualify. Yeah. Those could qualify, I guess. <laughs> I guess like you, like we always say, it's our show. We'll make the rules as we go. Right? By the way, if I can interject, I did finally watch Almost Famous. Yeah. And? So I've seen the movie before. Mm-hmm. Except as I was watching it, I did not remember anything until until the last thirty minutes of the movie. I remembered everything, but the first ninety minutes, I re- I remembered nothing. So now I'm starting to think maybe I never saw the entire movie. Maybe I only saw the last thirty minutes because the first ninety minutes was completely foreign to me. 
But you said you saw it in the theater. You thought. But I, maybe you I, weren't. Maybe I you thought didn't. I did, but maybe I didn't. Maybe you didn't. I mean, how else do you explain that I didn't remember not one thing from the first 90 minutes of the movie? You don't remember when they're on the bus singing uh, the Elton John song? Yeah, but that's like in the last half hour of the movie, I think. So that, that part I do remember. All right. So next week, best of the year. Best of a shitty year, but in terms of sports and entertainment, we may have some awards to give out. Okay. I, uh, I'm not looking forward to it. You're not looking forward to it just because of the work you have to do. Well, because, I mean, I can't even tell you what the, my favorite play of the year is. I don't remember not one play from this year. I'll send you a short list so it will help your research. Thank you. Thank well, there's only one play that I really remember. So I guess I don't even know which one you're thinking of. <laughs> All right. Talk to you next time. Okay.